with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is the intro for the podcast. Um, just so everybody knows what we're up to here, we're chomping on these uh, apple crispy things. They're like dehydrated apple things. You get them from Costco. You got a giant bag, Crystal? Yeah. How much for a bag? Mm, six bucks. You get them at Starbucks for like a little tiny bag for six bucks. So I go to Costco. And- what a rip. <laughs> I'm I'm going to I'm going to predict that Matt's going to be losing these a little bit later on at his New Year's party. I haven't thrown up from drinking in probably 4 or 5 years. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Mm. I don't I know my limit and I stay within it. Mm. Doesn't mean I don't get loser drunk sometimes. Yeah, cuz there's seafood involved, that's not going to be pretty. No, it'll be fine. Sometimes and I ha- like once I have a kid, you can't get loser drunk. No. You got a parent, right? Parent hang hangover parenting is the worst. Yeah. Chris wouldn't know, but why? I mean, Johnny, good two shoes. Oh no, no, no! I hey, trust me. When my kids were young, I used to get at her pretty good, but and I did not know my limit. So that was the difference between you and I. And my limit was very low, even though I'm a fair sized guy. Can't drink. I'd be a most miserable alcoholic in the world because I'd always be sick. Well, so you need to designate a driver before you drink who's going to drive. So if you've got kids, you're like, okay, if I have way too much, designated parent. can you make the, sure the kid doesn't die while yes. I'm sleeping? Definitely a designated Set it up ahead parent, of time. right? And we take turns. Yeah. Right, on a weekend, yeah. one of us sleeps in and one of us gets up with the kid. Okay. I want to sleep in tomorrow. Yeah. But it's going to be a hard sell. I don't know which one of you I would trust more drunk. I think I trust you as the parent more drunk than your wife. Really? Why? Yeah. Because I've seen your wife drunk. But she doesn't seem like she's drunk. Remember the fire extinguisher story, man? Oh, <laughs> that's when... There is a point where Sam goes full of Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Crystal's like, fire extinguisher. <laughs> You'll hear this story, don't you worry. <laughs> uh, happy New Year, everybody. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. A mix of sun and cloud today with a high of five, minus two with possible flurries tonight. Tomorrow, zero and snows on the way for New Year's Day. Right now it's minus six with a wind chill of minus 10. Don't forget to fill up tonight. Gas is going up seven cents a liter or eight for diesel because the federal carbon tax kicks in at midnight. But some stations have already raised prices as much as 10 cents. We can apply for rebates. The Alberta average Alberta family of four will get back more than $875 next year. The most popular baby names this year for girls were Sophia and Olivia, and for boys, Liam and Noah. And if you're wondering if films are much of an influence, Keanu Reeves had a good year. The baby name Keanu up 24%. There you go. That's all it takes. All right. Well, media influencing baby names. You know, Brett Kissel's daughter. Yeah. Aria. Yeah. There you go. That's from Game of Thrones. You got her. Okay. Look that up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack's baby, Lily, uh, she's, uh, that Lily is number 20 on the, on the top baby names this year. Okay. Yeah. I'll say it. I'm a judger of names. Yeah. Lily's a solid name. You like that name. I do like top it. 20. It's adorable. I think, yeah, Lily's a name you can have when you're little, when you're me- medium, and when you're you know, grandma Lily would be cute too. So yep. Well, technically go. it's Lillian, but. Yeah. 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 So the New Year's Eve party in Edmonton tonight starts a bit early at the legislature with family activities at 7. The fireworks start at 9 and transit is free tonight. Yesterday at the World Juniors, Canada beat Germany 4-1. to We play the Czech Republic at 11 this morning and tonight the Oilers host the Rangers. The 50-50 jackpot has a carryover of $161,000 to start. And Chris has just released a new celebrity podcast featuring the biggest star to ever come out of Leduc, Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow. All right, so Mandy was in your life for how long? Um, oh, my gosh, she was around for almost 17 years. Wow. Yeah, she lived a good long life. You know what's crazy is actually when she passed, my sister gave birth an hour later, and it was so crazy because we were all like 
obviously devastated over our dog being like, you know, she wasn't even that sick. She was just old. So when she passed, new life began, and and it was kind of, I was like, Haley, you have to name your daughter Mandy. (laughs) She was like, absolutely not. Uh, Because they fought over the name earlier, and she got, she won, Caitlin won, and got to to name the dog Mandy. So 17 years later, that's why she said, you got to name your daughter Mandy. So it all ties in. But the bottom line is, uh, her two rescue dogs, her her golden retrievers, are both amazing stories that uh, basically she saved their lives. So she tells all of that in the podcast. You can get that podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. And coming up at 6, the Too Early for a Question question. I'm Crystal Darsh, and that's what's trending. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Brooklyn, a quarter of people do this right after they get a Christmas gift or a holiday gift. What do they do? Do they open it? Well, that's probably 100%. the oppose, okay, we're going to give you a wash on that. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. opening, what After happens? After opening the gift, what would they do? Say thank you. It's not say thank Mm-mm. you, so I give you the give that hint. We're going to give you one more guess. Uh, okay, wait. So I didn't, was I close? No, not even. No, no. No. So as soon as you get oh. a gift, you go, oh my gosh, I got a gift. Thank you very much. It's open. And then a quarter of people do this. Do they put it back in the box? Put it back in the box? No. You're thinking too simply. Yeah. It's not put it back in the box, Brooklyn. Use it? Uh, <laughs> it's it's like we're just letting you guess everything. It's not in any of those, but uh, just keep thinking and call us back. Okay, thank All right. you. Bye, Brooklyn. All right, Daryl, what do you think the answer is this morning? Google what it's worth. Bam. boy, You got it. Daryl, he means business. This guy just knows. Google's what the gift was worth. That's is that rude. Is that something you would do? Uh, no. No. I for sure would do it. Yeah, I know Matt would do it. <laughs> Why is it rude? I mean, you should kind of sort of know what it's worth, but yeah. that's fair. I don't know, like, unless you're going to sell it. Daryl, is it rude? I think it's pretty rude. Yeah. Well, then don't give me any gifts then. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> I'm going to give you a gift, and you don't have to Google it. It's going to be $50 from Direct Workwear, Daryl. Right on. Yeah. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's the song that makes you tear up Who at is midnight. That? It's Gilbert and Eve. I don't know. <laughs> YouTube special. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, talking about New Year's Eve and traditions, uh, our friend Daniil talked to us last year at this time about a tradition that they do each and every year. Uh, how many years have you been doing it? Uh, since we moved to Edmonton, it's about 20 years. Uh, since we moved to Edmonton, it's about 20 years. Now. 20 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, so you've got uh, two other brothers. Yeah. And, one and, older, one younger. Okay. And your dad. And uh, what do you guys do? So uh, every New Year's Eve at midnight. I, yeah, it started when we got here in Edmonton. And I don't know I don't know why my parents decided to do this, but I guess they wanted us to have something to do outside at uh, midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they'll, uh, they'll pop a uh, champagne bottle. And okay, so we're looking at the house, eyes closed, and then my mom or my dad will pop. Well, it's not a champagne bottle, I should say, Prosecco. It's a game for the people, not just the elite. And then uh, <laughs> they'll pop the cork, and then it goes into the backyard, and we don't know where it is. And then they say go, and then we run, and we have to go find the cork. You gotta find <laughs> the cork. <laughs> This is like Easter, New Year's yeah. kind of high day. Yeah, exactly. I don't think this is a game. I think this is a way your parents tricked you to clean up. <laughs> no. Yeah, but- potentially also. Maybe just to drink the bottle after because we're kids. We're running around looking for the cork and they, they keep the bottle. So. <laughs> yeah, so mom and dad are drinking. and Going for a quickie while well, the kids are in the backyard digging through the snow. <laughs> and, and so to this day, even this year, how old are you now? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm 27. 27 now. Even to this day, you guys put your snow pants on and everything. Oh, and it, everything. The it, whole thing. Yeah, they, 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 get, they, get, they suit it up for this. Dad shoots the cork. They, their eyes are closed, and then they got to find it in the backyard. And it's like, seriously, there are no rules. It's prison rules. Oh, yeah. No, no. It, it can get pretty violent sometimes. <laughs> so somebody uh, might get shanked. And too, because when we were younger, obviously, we had been playing throughout the winter in the backyard. So there's, like, footsteps everywhere. And so the cork can kind of go anywhere, and you have no idea where it is. And it can take forever, but this year we hadn't done, we hadn't really played in the backyard. I guess <laughs> no, you're 27. Kind of battled. Yeah, so, uh, I love so the this. snow was like totally like untouched. So um, you you have to just find that little hole. I mean, it can kind of look like a rabbit track, but I mean, you haven't asked me who wins, but I'll tell you, it's normally me. Uh, I was just going to ask, really do you guys have a game. record? Do you keep track of who finds it every year? Not a total tally, but it's almost pointless because I have so many wins. Oh. Like Do you have a dog? Is it like cork or dog poo sometimes? Oh. No, no, no dog. Just, a, just three adults running around in the backyard. I, I'm telling you. That's why I wanted to save this for you guys. Is this not, I love this. I think this is... I, we literally were going to come, hide in the backyard, and then like bolt out while you guys had your eyes closed <laughs> and find it. But... But anyway, I got voted down because I wanted to come wreck your family tradition. Uh, oh, that would have been fun. It would have been a new tradition. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. Chris loses to Daniil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It happened in Texas, but there was a 12-year-old boy who got a magnifying glass for Christmas. And uh, you remember uh, those old things? I don't know. The magnifying glasses where a guy, boys, typically boys, not always, but typically boys would go out with their magnifying glass and they'd go and they'd burn the ants on the sidewalk or I do did all do sorts that. of things. You yes, because us girls use them for needlepoint. Yeah. Did but you, boys kill things with did, them. Did you burn them for anything? Did you burn Ants? No, no, but I would totally have done that yeah. if somebody had given me one. I well, would the have. other thing you could do is start a fire, and that's exactly what this kid did. Uh, so again, just like you know, Boxing Day, there gets it all out there, and you know, obviously, you couldn't start a fire on a front lawn uh, here right now with a magnifying glass. But it's something you can do in Texas, and that's what had to happen. And the fire fire crews came; they put her all out, and uh, that leads to. Where'd you start a fire? My brother and I used to be pyromaniacs. We were terrible on the farm. Terrible on the farm. How would you start it? Would you go lighter, oh, matches? Oh, whatever we could find. Aerosol, anything, lighter? Anything we could start. It was so Stick. bad. We almost burnt the garage down about three times. I mean, I remember my dad coming running and because the, you know, the grass right by the garage is burning. It was just absolutely brutal. And you said you still almost started a fire once? Yeah, we were probably... 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. We were at a baseball tournament in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Yeah. And somehow one of the guys realized that he could buy stuff underage because he looked old enough at right. one of the gas stations. Yeah. So it started with cigarettes and then chew. <laughs> yeah. And then it led into fireworks. Yeah. Which led into a pretty sizable brush fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't happen to be a part of that. But I looked out the window of my hotel room, and I'm like, what are those guys doing? They all look like they're, like, hopping on the ground. But they were just stomping out a brush fire. Yes. I had a close call. I worked at a radio station in Victoria, and I had a candle burning. Uh And it went out, and the wick started smoking. And we were this close to having... You know, the, the, sprinklers. the sprinklers go off yeah. and oh, I boy. hustled it outside and real, can you imagine how bad that would be if the sprinklers went off in a radio station with all the equipment? I, I would have been like so fired. <laughs> can you imagine? Just from a candle. Well, Yikes. Because it was smoking, but the alarm would have gone off and the stuff would have been sprayed with water. Why and- would you need a candle? 
because, in a radio, I guess it does. Radio stations do stink. And I wanted, you know, the nice. I know firefighters probably can't call us because of a professional, the professional whatever thing that they take. But they they would see some of the stupidest reasons why fires were started. Like seriously, oh, somebody please call, text us anonymously. But how many kids, when you were a kid, you started something like that? I lit my uh, base. We had just a blue carpet. At the basement of my mom's place. Yeah. And one day, I was just sitting in the chair playing some video games. at a box of Kleenex next to me, and I was flicking a lighter. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start this piece of Kleenex on fire. <laughs> Kleenex is flammable. How yeah. old were you at this point? Oh, 14. You know what one of the most flammable things in the world is? Potato chips. Yes. <laughs> Potato dust. Nacho dust? Yeah. Is literally like the survivalists <laughs> will say, get some nacho dust and put it in your kindling. <laughs> It's legit, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know that. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9. How'd you start a fire? A 12-year-old got a magnifying glass for Christmas and set uh, his lawn on fire with his brothers. You know, brothers, they get together and they just, they're, they're no good can come from Boys. That. Boys get together, bad things happen. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, fortunately, the fire crews came and they put it out before it burnt the house down. But that doesn't always happen. We're getting your text at 103.939. Nathan texted, he was on his honeymoon. His wife and he were using a small liquid fuel camp stove in their hotel room to cook some soup for dinner. Mm. What could... Oh, wrong. Yeah. What? How God. cheap are you that you bring your camp stove I know, to cook soup on your honeymoon, <laughs> Nathan? Thrifty. So they ended up catching the carpet on fire, burned a did. one and a half square foot hole on the carpet right in the middle of the room. Oh, I just, I know the fear when you're living in a rental and you wreck the carpet and you're like, how can I hide this? So Nathan and his wife used a pocket knife, cut out a patch from under the dresser, spent hours blending in into the patch, glued it down with some tent repair glue, like super sure, smart. Sure, sure. Hoped it wouldn't get pulled up later when it was vacuumed. They checked out, got away with it. It's, it was five years ago. So. They had to make sure the carpet matched the drapes. I get it. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good joke. Uh, I'll uh, allow it. All right, Jim, what about you? Started a fire behind a shop on the farm. Yeah. And I just had a big lighter and I was melting a piece of PTV pipe. Yes. And it didn't turn out well. <laughs> Things got crispy. I yeah. got a burnt arm and the shop went up in smoke. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 But I bet you got charged with dangerous use of a firearm. <laughs> so good he's coughing. Yeah. The first New Year crickets. Dad jokes. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, talking about how you <laughs> burnt, burnt something down. It's not funny, but the uh, 12-year-old kid in Texas gets a magnifying glass for Christmas. So he's like, ooh, I wonder if we could start the lawn on fire with it. Of course they do. And so that leads to the silly reasons and ways that you've started fires. Uh, one of my favorite stories, Matt, is got to be the story of your dad. And again, it, it's you know, a classic. Fireplaces are dangerous. They are. They well, this can, is a barbecue. Oh, the barbecue, right. I thought he it was did this a on the barbecue. Okay, yeah. So smoking salmon. Yeah. He used wood chips. 
And my dad liked to get creative with the barbecue. He used the plank, the wood chips, whatever. We had a delicious salmon meal. Yeah. He put the wood chips in some tin foil and covered it all up ah, and then okay. threw it in a box so it was outside the house right next to the siding full of ash. Okay. So eventually, <laughs> that hot tin foil ball yeah. of wood chips started that box on fire. It took hours. I came home at like 11 that night. Smelled a little woody smell. Yeah. But thought nothing of it. Went to bed. At about one o'clock, I hear my mom going, The house is on fire! <laughs> absolutely having an, a meltdown. Like, I go, 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 go down the stairs, like bang, bang, bang on my door in the basement. Get up! The house on fire! Yeah. I go upstairs. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And legit, I look, and the house is on fire. Yeah. But <laughs> that Johnny Everyman Fireman is outside. My dad and his ginch. Yeah. He's got the garden hose out, and he's still got the chin strap from his sleep apnea machine Oh, on, you're killing <laughs> Spraying the side of the house. The siding is melting. And my mom is just like, leave it. Let the house burn. Let it burn. Come on, Jake. We got to go. The house on fire. We got insurance. And he's like, he finally gets a chin strap off so he can yell at my mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm not letting my house burn. So he's got that. Uh, I guess before... We noticed a neighbor had noticed and called the police, uh, the fire department. So they came shortly after that. But the last person awake was our uh, our dog Mickey. Yeah. He kind of slowly meandered <laughs> down the upstairs stairs and saw what was going on. My mom in her nighty, flailing her arms like a wacky inflatable flailing arm man. <laughs> but the house didn't burn down thanks to Dad. Wow, there you go. He he did it. See, is that not a great story? I don't know how you made it to adulthood. <laughs> Without my dad killing us all? Yeah. <laughs> He's not there. He's not there yet. Uh, just really quickly, this is a PSA for uh, for ashes in a in a in a fire pit. Uh, one time, uh, anyway, I I was going to clean out the fire pit, and we hadn't had a fire in that fire pit for about a week. And I remember filling up the fire pit, uh, all of the ashes and stuff in our plastic uh, wheelbarrow, and then I got called to town for some strange reason. So anyway, I went to town. I came back. By the time I came back, that thing had burnt the 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 wheelbarrow completely down. And that was the, it a wooden wheelbarrow. No, plastic? it was plastic. It had melted. All that was left were like the steel pieces, right? And I'm like. I, we hadn't had a fire in there for like a week, and that's how long the ashes Whoa. can stay hot. So keep that in mind. There's a public service announcement. If only you. you'd had a baked potato in there. It's not as good as Matt's dad <laughs> running in his ginch in his sleep apnea machine, but it's a, it's a true story. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Story from Texas with the 12 year old who got the uh, magnifying glass for Christmas. What could possibly go wrong? Well, you know, if you decide to try to light the the lawn on fire, I guess that's what could go wrong. And we've been looking for your, how you started the fire story since, and they've been just coming in like crazy. Go ahead, Richard. I was about 11 years old, and I'm an early riser. Curious. I've always been a, a kind of a loner boy. So um, in the mornings, I used to go out and work around in my dad's shop without him knowing. So one morning... I figured out, uh, found a, a package of stick matches. Yes. Went out in the backyard, and I started flicking them. But in the meantime, I sat down on top of a, a lawnmower of my dad's, and I just kept flicking and flicking and flicking. It's the lawnmower that he was working on for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. And one of the matches finally lit and fell into the, uh, the gas tank <laughs> with the gas tank on the lid was off. Oh, no. So what did I do is, uh, being a young kid at that time, I got up and I started pushing the lawnmower all over the backyard. 
<laughs> I can only I imagine this spreading scene. the fire. Yeah. I'm just trying to help. So I ended up actually hitting the garage that my dad had just recently built. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Man. we're in the town of Olds, and uh, I was a very familiarized person in this town because of my mischief. So There's the old flamethrower mower kid. Right. Flamethrower mower kid. Yeah. So my dad was left one lawnmower and one garage. Oh my gosh. That's an awkward uh, knock on mom and dad's door how, in the morning. How long did it take for you to be able to sit properly after that? Actually, I didn't get a beating because about a week after... Yeah. I was sitting in my bed doing the same thing, and I lit my sheets on fire. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start the fire. My beds are burning. Da, 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 da. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, viral trends for the past decade. Is that it? The things that were big things? or is it- Yeah, I found, I found a little uh, list of the things that uh, went viral, the trends that went viral, i.e. Right. the Ice Bucket Challenge, which will be on this list. I was curious to see how many of these Chris had done. Okay. Now, normally, you may get involved with one or maybe two of these, but as a guy in radio, Chris, you probably done all of these. Crystal, I would imagine, has done some of these too. Okay. All right. 2010, 2011. What do you think was the hot viral trend? Hmm. Oh, we have to go by year? Oh, yeah. There's one every year, basically. <clears throat> oh, man. Years ago? Planking. Oh, okay. Remember planking? Yes. Oh, yeah. Day so one, stupid. Two, no. Did you plank? I did plank. Yeah, yes, you did. I planked. 2013. Hmm. What do you think? Oh, man. I have no The clue. Harlem Shake. No. The, well, you did I, watched- I saw the video that Kissin did. I was not employed at this location. What was the Harlem Shake? It was a... I can't explain it. It was like that song, and then everybody's in their place, and then everybody got up and danced like crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 2014? Okay. Yep. That was the Ice Bucket Challenge. Okay. Yep. Chris did his water I skate. did that. I had uh, a garbage bin thing dumped on me because we have a friend who has a garbage company and so okay and we had like a forklift dump this thing and just me. just this year the man who motivated and inspired people to do that lost That's his right. battle to 2015 was dabbing. dabbing dabbing okay i just dabbed in the room yeah. 2016 was the mannequin challenge okay remember that yeah yeah and bottle flipping yeah 2017 was flossing so that dance, the backpack oh, yeah. kid dance that the kids still do all the I time? I love watching kids do the floss. Like that, really? That's hilarious. I think it needs to die. It's harder Sorry. than it looks. Yeah. Uh, also, so that was when Salt Bay threw his salt. Okay. And everybody was salt baying everywhere. All right. 2018 was the what the fluff. Remember when people hold up the blanket? Yes. And they put it down and then they disappeared and, and they recorded freaked, the dog's reaction. Oh, the you dogs forget out. your pets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then 2018, 2019 was the bottle cap challenge. Yes. Chris has done that. Yes. And the triangle dance. Remember when three people like... Jump in and out. Hey, oh, oh my gosh, ah, that was terrible. Ah, ah, yes, I wouldn't call that a trend. Yeah, well, I mean, I chipped my tooth doing that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? Crystal's not familiar with this feature. I'm familiar it, with dinner, but not this. Contest. Is it dinner? We've had all sorts of things. Is, is it dinner? For example, is Movie popcorn dinner by itself, standalone movie popcorn dinner. On a related note, is a cob of corn dinner by itself, standalone. You what know, are the parameters? Is this if you're single? If you no, if just you, anybody? Is it dinner? Is it dinner? Do you qualify that as dinner? And don't get caught up on the time of day. Just because you're eating in the evening doesn't make it dinner. Matt's it's, usually a real stickler on this. He's like, it's not dinner. Like I think movie popcorn is more dinner than a cob of corn. 
Because you're movie popcorn, you're getting 1,300 calories in a big bag. So. Yeah. One cob of corn is not enough. Exactly. No. It's not dinner. A couple, maybe. Oh, I mean, like, can it be part of dinner? No. No. Okay. This no, is no. just all it's you have. Like, Jack, Jack will come in, and she'd have three beets for dinner. <laughs> like, that's not dinner. No, that's not. Okay. All right. Today, a very special New Year's edition of the show, Is It Dinner? Is Champagne Dinner? One hundred percent. Once a year. No. <laughs> yes, no, it is. No. Yes. One hundred percent. It's dinner. Only one day of the year is champagne dinner, and it is this day. You get home after a long day at work. Well, probably not a long day. You're just watching the clock. It's about five o'clock. Instead of having that chicken McNugget, you pop in a bottle of champagne in the fridge. You'd slug that back. You're gonna feel golden at midnight. You won't be up at midnight. Yeah, you will. Maybe not. Uh, my uh, grandma sheets, I've used, said this many times. She used to say, boys, if you're going to drink, eat. So she would always say, put something in your stomach before the champagne. But you know what? I think I'm with you, Matt. Uh, this day and this day only is it dinner. You may not make it to midnight, but it's 100% dinner. Crystal says, no way, Jose. No. I bet right. you there's three, 400 calories in a bottle of champagne, maybe even more. Yeah. So yeah, it's dinner. Champagne or baby duck? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Right. What do you think? Let's do a quick poll. Texas at 103939 is champagne dinner today. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? Yeah, the countdown is on for New Year's, and that's why we're playing a very special New Year's Eve edition of Is It Dinner? And the question is Is champagne by itself a meal like dinner? We've all had that meal. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. If, if it's like May 14th, it's probably not dinner. But yeah. a New Year's champagne's dinner. All right. What are people saying? Colleen from Leduc says, yes, it can be dinner. Also breakfast if you add orange juice. Yes. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I got a text for someone uh says, please say no, it's not dinner because my girlfriend has a habit of using booze as her dinner whenever we go out. And it always ends up with me babysitting. Oh, yes. Yeah, she gets champagne and a pizza pop. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Helga, what do you think? Is it dinner? And champagne, absolutely. And it can it can be breakfast, too. The kind of dinner... <laughs> That's true. Helga, uh, this, but, we may have a meeting for you. But with, bre- <laughs> but with breakfast, you put in orange juice, right? Why? Don't you, oh, don't you put an orange juice in? Uh, uh, yeah, you do. I guess why do you wet it down or water it Mimosas. down? Mimosas, yes, well, queen! No, you see, what, you, what you do is you drink the champagne with an orange juice chaser, but you don't mix them together. Okay, yeah, you sound like you really have thought this over. All Helga, right. have you been drinking? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yet. it's time to start. It's breakfast time. After work. After work. Oh. I don't know what's waiting for me at work. It could be there. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.